Hi, and welcome to the Magical Soul Healing Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Mazzo. I'm known online as Jess the Empress. I started this podcast as a way to support people. I am very passionate about mental health, tarot, and astrology, and combining all those perspectives so that individuals can do better, so that they can improve their lives, improve their well-being, improve the quality of their day-to-day. And I'm bringing all of that passion onto this online space, onto this podcast. So I really hope that these episodes support you. I'm so excited to hang out. I'll see you soon in the episode and I'm sending you love. Hey, it's your girl, Jessica Mezzo, AKA Jess the Empress. And I'm here to support you during this crazy time. Let me get all my stuff straight on my computer. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So we're going to get into the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio, and that is happening on May 15th. At the time I am recording this, it is about 6.15 p.m. on May 14th. So if you're watching this as it's coming out on the 14th, you're still probably getting some of this eclipse energy. We've all been feeling it. Now, some people are feeling it more strongly than other people. Myself, personally, I've been a little tired, but I am really pleased (laughs) to report that I don't have a lot of chaos or anything wild happening. I know some of my personal clients have just been saying that it's just like crazy for them, Um, but I haven't had any of that. No matter what you're going through, remember that this is life. This is about learning. This is about staying open. This is about being compassionate, being flexible. All of this is going to be important. doesn't matter if you're like having a great time or if you're having a not so great time. The ebb and flow happens for us all, right, at different different times. So don't judge yourself wherever you happen to be, wherever this happens to be finding you. So let's get into our collective card. The collective card, the Scorpio card in the tarot is the death card. Now, when I pull this card for clients, sometimes people can freak out. And I think it's important that we really investigate any type of emotional response that we have to a card. Cards don't predict anything. Well, they can. They can be used for prediction. But the way that I read, it's an invitation into something. And with the death card, it's an invitation into new life. But also into feeling our feelings. In one of the tarot cards that I have, the death card is actually a woman that's pregnant. She's like a skeleton woman, but she's pregnant. And I think it's really cool because there's passing away happening. Clearly there's death, there's a transition, but there's also birth. And this is in direct relationship to the life-death, life cycle that we all are in. We're all in it. You know, and some things around us, we see the life-death life cycle, right? We see seasons in the same tree. looks like it dies, right? And then it goes through, oh, it has the growth on it, the flowers, the greenery is blooming, whatever. It bears fruit, and then it dies off again for the winter. So we see this cycle happening. And this is where the invitation is for us to step into our own cycle. For us to really look at what is dying, 
Now, this could be something external. This could absolutely be something external, something tangible, but this could also be something internal. This could be our feelings about something or someone. This could be an idea about something or someone, that it changes and that there's nothing wrong with change. And sometimes in change, just like in the death card, we can be both excited and sad. We can be both grieving and feel relief. We don't need to try to have one or the other happen. I feel like the biggest thing with the death card is the invitation into the complexity of human emotion and our ability to expand into feeling so much at one time. Uh, that is Scorpio, right? Scorpio is highly emotional. Not bad, right? When, when Scorpio is at its best, it takes all of its emotion and willpower and channels it into things that are good for that individual because that's what allows them to be balanced, to show up in the world in such a powerful way. If you've ever met a balanced Scorpio or just a balanced person in general, you might think, oh my God, they've got it all together. And most likely it's because they're able to channel their emotions in a positive way. So the the card that I have is actually from a really interesting deck. It's called the Occult Tarot Deck. Now, I know that this imagery doesn't really resonate for everyone. So per usual, I tell everyone who's on camera to Google, or even if you're not on camera, for those of you on the podcast just listening, you'll want to Google the Scorpio Tarot card or the Death Tarot card and find an image that resonates with you. It can be bright, it can be fun, it can be playful, it can be pop culture themed. It doesn't really matter. It's about your connection to the card. That's what matters the most here. But the card that I have from the Occult Tarot is really fascinating um, because it's, it has like a little caption underneath it. And this particular card is ruled by Lucifer who is the light bringer, who is the liberator. And that's what the caption says, provides liberation and illumination, incites jealousy and envy, which I think is a human trait. You know, I know a lot of times Scorpio is like the obsessive, jealous, like they're typecast, you know? It's like, oh, are they super jealous? Are they super envious? Are they super obsessive? They must be a Scorpio. And that can be true sometimes, but not always. Um... But I, I think it's important for us to, again, look at what we're feeling around certain things that are within, that are orbiting us, that are in our field, and to ask ourselves, why do we feel that way? What's going on? Um, let me talk about a few of the main themes that I've clocked already that you're probably, some of you are feeling which is uh, sexual desire arising. And now Scorpio is highly sexual. This isn't to say that all Scorpios are sexual because that's not true, but it is to say that there's desire and it doesn't have to be a sexual desire. It can be the want for something. Um, I do think that envy and jealousy can be a part of that desire. If you go underneath the surface of jealousy and envy, you want something that somebody else has. Um, or, or you feel the lack of your own situation slash resources, whatever, uh, and you, you want something. And sometimes we might think, oh, this isn't possible for us. And so if you're into sex magic, sex rituals, this can be done solo, this can be done with partner, multiple partners, 
whatever your thing is, but now is a really, really good time for sex magic. Um, and for those of you who aren't sexual, I think it's really important for you to do a ritual. Again, I, I feel like desire is something that can come from our gut, our lower regions, and that is what the Scorpio sign rules as a part of the body, that's its association. So anything that you have like a desire for, a want for, you're inspired by, you find yourself curious about, gravitating towards, dive into that, do some rituals around it, get some knowledge around it, um, enjoy time with yourself, enjoy pleasure, all of that is happening in this sphere right now and it's really, really good to dive into. So recommitting to yourself and to your personal goals. Uh, this is a huge theme coming up right now, particularly because as my next bullet point says, shit's falling apart. This isn't everything falling apart. That would be too dramatic of a statement, but maybe for some people, most things are falling apart. We can really, when most things are falling apart, we can feel like everything is falling apart. Um, what I also find to be happening at this time is deeper insight into why things are falling apart. And also deeper insight into the purpose of a new beginning. Because remember with Scorpio, it is life, death, life, death, life, and so on. And so there's no escaping a new beginning with an ending. And I would, I would love for you to reflect on a time when that transition from ending to beginning happened very smoothly for you. Now, what happens when you reflect on this is that you give your mind, your subconscious, something else to focus on other than projecting far into the future and saying, oh, whatever I'm going through right now is going to be horrible, right? It's a, it's a way to help you shift out of catastrophizing and letting the anxious mind take over by giving it the evidence of a lived experience and saying, oh, do you remember that time that like I got fired from that job, but then a week later I found a new one and it was even better and my team was even better and I made even more money or the same amount of money or whatever. Um, this, this is what you want to be looking at. You want to be looking at when something happened, but it was to your benefit. Now, if something has happened and it isn't necessarily to, like you have never experienced it to your benefit, it's going to feel a little bit shakier because you don't have anything to pull on from a lived experience. And so sitting in the discomfort of that, you can do it. I know you don't like it. And I, I acknowledge that. And again, Scorpio energy, can you sit in the discomfort? Can you, can you imagine that something better is possible, even if you can't see it, even if you don't know it? Again, you give your subconscious mind something else to focus on other than just spinning the wheels, catastrophizing, imagining the worst case scenario. It's so important that we bring in the breaks like of the cycle, like we, we break up the cycle, excuse me, of just constantly thinking about the worst thing, ruminating, right? And we wanna insert these moments of, hey, maybe something else could happen. I can't even imagine what can happen right now, but all I'm saying is I'm giving this general statement of maybe something better can happen. I am willing to consider that something better can happen, even if I don't know what it is. 
that's so important, right? It's so, so, so important. It's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. It's super hard, but you can do it. I know you can. I'm cheering you on. So the next little bullet I have is using personal power to create a better inner narrative. And I just gave you an example of what that better inner narrative can sound like. Again, I want to say that this is work. And really what's happening here on a psychological level, on an internal level of regulating, you are alchemizing pain, you're alchemizing discomfort into stability. Like, holy shit, you know, talk about a new beginning because instead of saying, I'm going to be stuck in this loop of imagining the worst case scenario, of catastrophizing, of, of looking at everything bad, of becoming the victim, I'm going to break that up. And my new inner narrative, even though I don't have a larger story wrapped around what can be, the story that I can and I'm capable of focusing on right now is that something better is possible. When you say something better is possible and you pay attention to that statement, to the possibility and everything that that possibility holds, it has to grow. And through you paying attention to it over and over and over again, it will grow. Just like you paying attention to the worst case scenario over and over and over again will grow in your mind. We already know the route that that goes down. We're talking about giving a new path in the middle of all this bullshit, okay? So feeling tired, feeling drained, feeling a little bit irritated with other people for like no reason. I find a lot of times there's like friction in Scorpio moons. Um, this is not a statement about people that have Scorpio moons. This is a statement about when the moon as a collective sign goes as a collective transit, excuse me, goes into Scorpio. So for everyone's experiencing a Scorpio moon, I find a lot of times that there is friction and people are just a little bit more agitated and that's okay. Um, and again, I think if we try to analyze too much, <clears throat> then we can maybe like start pointing the finger, making assumptions, kind of going off on these little trails of like, she said this and blah, 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 and just kind of being like inner, um, what is the word that I'm looking for? It's not coming up, but we like inner petty, like our inner pettiness. <laughs> we can just start to like play in that. We don't need that. Then overindulgence. So with so much feeling, with so much emotion, there can be a tendency to say, I am just going to eat my feelings. I'm just going to drink this away. I'm going to, honestly, you can overindulge in anything. You can binge watch anything. You can doom scroll. You can lift too much at the gym, run too far, fuck yourself. Like you can do anything. You know what I mean? Like you want to have a balance here. And again, when this energy is at its highest, Scorpio has a way to move that is calculated, but calculated to its benefit, not its detriment. And so if there are things you know that are good for you, again, go back to one of the first bullet points I talked about, which is recommitting yourself to yourself and to your personal goals. So... I'm not saying don't have pizza. I'm just saying don't eat the whole fucking pie. You know, like that's that's basic, right? But you get it. I have definitely been there where I 
Evie doll, you know, because I'm like, I don't want to feel, <laughs> I just want to feel stuff. That's like the only thing I want to feel. Um, so be mindful of overindulging, be mindful of like doom scrolling, doing too much. Like another really helpful part of your inner narrative to incorporate is that I, I can eat later. I can eat more later. I can go out and do this again later. I can drink more later. I can do whatever. So you're not taking the option away from you. You're just shifting the timeline on, on when you can enjoy it. And a lot of times it it, what it does is it creates space between the now moment and like you just grabbing for that next thing automatically again and falling into overindulgence by reminding yourself you can do it at any time. You're really empowering yourself by saying the choice is mine. So it's like now or later, it's whatever. And it kind of releases some of the pressure to overindulge in the moment because, you again, you have the freedom of choice to do it whenever. So the last bullet point I have is, so if you've been working on something really hard and you haven't been trying to control the outcome and or people involved, I do see this persistence paying off. On the other hand, if you have been persistent with something and you have been trying to control the outcome and people, I feel like there's a high potential that it's going to backfire. And of course, you can let me know what's happening for you in the comments section, um, but that's just that's just what I've got. So I want to hop into our collect our excuse me our sign readings right now. So we're gonna do earth signs. So what's earth signs messages for the full moon, lunar eclipse in Scorpio? All right, so queen of rods and the hanged one, the liminal space. You're definitely not a victim, earth signs, as uncomfortable as this might be. I really do feel like the bullet points for insight into why things fell apart and insight into the purpose of the new beginning are specifically for you. And my other thing is, have you asked for the insight? Like, if you don't tell yourself that you're ready for the insight, how do you expect it to come? A lot of times, like, we have to prime ourselves for what we want it's so important that we we verbally state, like, I'm ready for this. Um, and I want to say that, you know, your comfort isn't guaranteed. Like, so many things. We want the comfort, but it looks like for you, Earth Signs, it's not meant to be right now. So you're in the liminal space. You know, you're, you're expanding your window of tolerance for things that you don't like, including just feelings, general feelings of discomfort, but you're not a victim. With the Queen of Rods, she's very, very empowered, as are you, because there's no other reason why this card would pop up if that weren't the case. If anything, I'm here to remind you of who you are and what you're capable of, even in moments that you doubt yourself. But your strength is shining through. The Queen of Rods is here to say, I've got this. Maybe this is about giving yourself that boost when you're just really feeling like it's not going to be worth it. There might be something happening in your mental sphere 
again, a story, part of your old inner narrative that needs to be deaded. And you also need to birth in something else that's better for you. Create a new narrative about yourself, about what's possible, even when it's hard, even when you're uncomfortable. Like if you're uncomfortable, maybe naming the discomfort can be part of the empowering um, framework you give to yourself. You know, instead of just saying like, oh, I, uh, this sucks, I hate this, blah, blah, blah. Instead, you can slow down and you can say, okay, sure, this sucks, let me validate that. And this sucks and I'm uncomfortable. I'm, I'm finding this to be really hard. I'm noticing I have a lot of resistance. I'm noticing that I'd like to keep complaining, right? Just keep going with the naming, with the self-validating, because all of that is empowering. It's little things I find a lot of times that we all skip over because we feel like it's not important, but it is. It's how we take our power back. And when we think, oh, I'm uncomfortable, I'll be fine, but we're not really fine, we're gaslighting ourselves, and this isn't helpful. So the Queen of Rods is very much about empowering yourself right now, Earth Signs, and uh, you're not a victim, even though you might feel like it. This is clearly outside of the boundaries of being a real victim to something, um, but I'm talking about your your mindset here and your thoughts. You want to give your thoughts and feelings space. You want to acknowledge them and you want to make sure that you're not being stuck in them for too long, right? So let's get into water signs. What do you need to know for the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio? You have the three of wands and the hermit card. Take a serious look at your plans for the future because, you know, your relationship with yourself, with your spirit, with your energy needs review. The hermit is all about the review. The hermit withdraws in order to refine itself. So first bullet point, second bullet point, excuse me, that I had is about recommitting yourself to yourself and to your personal goals. I'm not saying you're off track. I'm saying that you need to prioritize things in a way that's going to continue working for you. If you also review and you realize you are off track, perfect, because now you can get back on track. But if you're not looking, you're going to find yourself somewhere you don't want to be and being like, how did I get here? Right? You don't need to get to that point when you can just stop and review right now. So your cards are suggesting that you get your relationship with your spirit on point. Yes, water signs. And it's interesting too because the three is about expression. So probably say some things to yourself that need to be said. Are you getting distracted by certain people? Are you kind of enjoying the chaos of certain things? Are you liking... Um, Maybe avoiding being by yourself because it keeps you out of responsibility. Maybe you don't feel like you're ready to achieve the goals that you've set up. So you 
distract yourself. But with the Three of Wands, I really do feel like this is about your personal relationship with your goals, with what you want. But you know what? Like, nobody can go get it but you. No one can do that for you. People aren't going to bring it to your doorstep and serve it to you. Nope. It is on you having a direct ability to focus on that which you desire internally and externally. So make a plan. Get super serious. And again, don't be afraid to have that conversation with yourself that, you know, it is serious. And it might suck. You know, you might be like, damn. I got so distracted last semester at school doing whatever else. Now I have C's and D's when I was really trying to get B's, you know? But what's your new course of action? Be kind, be compassionate to yourself. All right, so air signs. You have the Hierophant and the Page of Rods. Yes, this is the perfect time to direct your energy to get out there. But also definitely be mindful of like the overindulgence because the Hierophant is Taurus energy and Taurus is actually the opposite sign. It's the polarity to Scorpio. So Taurus has a tendency, if it's in shadow, if it's in, yeah, if it's in shadow, to be kind of like gluttonous and obsessive and things like that. So similar to Scorpio, but not exactly the same because it's more about like the tangible things. Um, it can be very like money-oriented, but money for status versus money for like personal fulfillment. Um so just be mindful, right? Just like be mindful of how you're spending your money, of how you are, um, how you're sharing yourself with other people. Are you like oversharing, um, overindulging, things like that? But with the Page of Rods, I feel like you're gonna get a good, a good amount of energy underneath you pretty soon to kind of move out of mm, anything you might be doing to self sabotage right now. <laughs> um, in that area of overindulgence. And the other thing too, I had talked about persistence without the control. If you realize that you're involved in something to try to control a person or an outcome, it's the perfect time, literally the perfect time to let go and to just keep moving and doing whatever you want to do. That is better. Like that's, that's like more open, more detached that's very much the page of rods so i would also like for air signs to think about a time that they tried to manipulate a person and or thing or both at the same time and i want you to ask yourself how did that turn out for you how did you feel when sometimes you get what you want right but you have feelings about getting what you want and those feelings might not be what you thought they were going to be Let's say you get what you want, but you're super unhappy about it, or you're like kind of bummed afterward, unsatisfied. It's likely to reoccur because you have an intention to manipulate and to lie. And I'm not saying that manipulation is bad. We all manipulate, 
but there are ways to do it that are psychologically and emotionally and spiritually damaging to self and others. That's what you want to take yourself out of, okay? You want to be as transparent as possible right now with the people around you because that is the wisest thing to do. That's really the information from the Hierophant as well and coming here and saying, hey, air signs, here's the thing. If shit's falling apart, there's a reason why. If shit's going your way, there's a reason why. Take a look at, again, your intentions. If you've had ill intentions this whole time, that might be a factor for why things are falling apart. If things were going really well for you, then look at look at your intentions, right? Look at like what did you jump in there with? Like what did you what did you want to happen? How have you been holding yourself basically this entire time? What have you been thinking about the impact that you want to make again towards self and others? So it's a really good time to evaluate for air signs. Hierophant is about evaluating and understanding that you've been told certain things that you don't need to carry with you anymore. So like, again, death to the old. What do you want to tell yourself? Breaking free from the old and starting over, starting at a higher level, higher level of self-respect, higher level of self-confidence, higher level of self-knowledge, because you know what to say to yourself that was never said to you. All of that's the page of rods moving forward. So air signs, I'm really liking your reading for this energy. Hell yeah, air signs. And we're going to close out with fire signs. What can fire know about this? All right, so fire signs, you have the page of cups and the nine of wands. So particularly for y'all, I was talking about the imagination around a new beginning, insights into new beginnings, because pages are also about new beginnings. So I talked about that in air signs, new beginnings for inner narrative, letting go of shit when they're being manipulative is going to be so important. Rather have a blank slate than a bunch of stuff in your life that you're trying to manipulate and control, you know? So for fire signs, it looks like some of your feelings about people and or situations might be shifting. Maybe you're holding on to those feelings because it's harder for you to accept reality. It's going to be so important that you accept reality even if it's uncomfortable. And even if you've worked really hard for something and it's falling apart and you never checked in with your intentions, again, it's so important that you let it go. And you realize that this is just a phase in your life. This isn't a permanent thing. And it wasn't designed to be permanent. It's designed to help you go to a new level with yourself, with what's possible for you, with how to express yourself and live your life, with how to feel on a deeper level and more intuitively as well. I feel like also with fire signs, there are things... There are things you know that you're, some things that you know about are not ready to be revealed. <laughs> That's like the best way I can explain it. And it's not the time. It's just not the time to review certain things. So, I mean, to reveal certain things. So I do see this as recommitting to yourself, recommitting to your goals. When the time is right, Say what you need to say, make the shifts that you need to make, 
but the new beginning is it's already happening even if you're trying to hold on to the old there's stuff already unfolding again but you I feel like you've known for a little bit I feel like you've known for a little bit and maybe you've been trying to ignore it because you're thinking if I ignore it that's going to be better I'm going to take the super passive route um but with the Page of Cups, I feel like it's important to allow yourself to feel however you're feeling and to really validate yourself here. That can also be a part of recommitting to yourself. If, if you've been feeling a certain way for a while, there's no need to keep putting a mask on. There's no need to keep performing. Again, the new beginning is already happening. You're only going to burn out. You're only going to build resentment if you keep acting like things are fine, you know, whatever, when they're not. Now, the same thing is, is true for resentment. Like, let's say you've been trying to push someone away. Your ego wall is up, fire signs. And you're like, I'm going to hold on to this anger. I'm going to hold on to this resentment. I'm going to hold on to this bitterness. And I'm not going to allow, you think you're not going to allow a new beginning to happen. Let's use this as an example in a relationship. Now, maybe the newness of the relationship isn't going to manifest between you two. However, the person leaves. You have no option other than to start a new relationship, a fully new relationship. But you have the option to maybe start over again with the person that's in front of you if you let your guard down. And, and, and you investigate why your ego wall is coming up. Why are you stopping the flow of love? Why are you, what are you protecting yourself from? I have a feeling that you already know, but it's going to be important for you to really sit with yourself and to understand that as well. Like the hermit, the nine of wands is connected to the number nine. Therefore, there's a culmination of experiences. You've put up your ego wall enough times to where you can clock it. You can look back. You can see a pattern. Maybe when someone gets close to you, you think, oh, this is too close. I need to control the situation. I need to stop this before I become too vulnerable. I don't want to be seen this deeply, right? Very interesting fire sign. So, this is the time to let that go. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. Allow yourself to be seen. Allow yourself to imagine that maybe being seen is not the worst case scenario. Maybe something happened before. Somebody used what they saw against you and you, you realized, oh, I can never be seen again. You think that's true, but that's not true. Not everybody's out here to hurt you. Not everybody's out here to take advantage of you. You know, lots of deep stuff for fire signs to explore. Uh, yeah, that's what I've got. That's what I've got for this fucking full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio energy. For those of you off camera, I'm dancing awkwardly. So if you want to see it, check out my YouTube. Um, I'm sending you a bunch of love. I am. I'm super stoked to get into my own readings, my personal readings, to come out of this wild time. Um, although I told you it's not too wild for me, but it, I feel, I feel the wildness vicariously through the clients that I'm reading for. <laughs> Just like the circumstances, um, the high level of emotion. I've had many people uh, cry today, and that's fine. I, you know. 
I don't always see people on their best days, so no judgment at all. It's just like a lot of emotion going on. Um, and exciting, the death card. It brings a lot of emotion up as it needs to because emotion is just energy moving through us, no big deal. Um, but allow it to illuminate some things about you, about what you think, about what you, you, you want, about what you desire, about what you hope for, about what you don't like, about what you want to change, right? Um, let it be an ally to you. Let it be a teacher, right? So, yes, like I said, I love you. I am sending that love from my heart out to you. And I will chat with you guys soon, okay? Mwah. Bye.